Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kate Fings. We're back, man. Episode 234. Yes, sir. All right. Let's get right into it. Ray J, Sex Tape, Kris Jenner, The Kardashians, all of the things that has been happening in the last, like, 48 hours mm -hmm. regarding a sex tape. Um, basically, Ray J uh, refutes Kris Jenner's claims that she wasn't behind Kim Kardashian's sex tape release mastermind. Now, here's the thing. I just think it's hilarious that we're still talking about this text, the sex tape like fucking almost 20 years later. And it's just wild. I remember when this sex tape came out back when I was in college in like 2007 or six. Mm -hmm. And it was like a big deal, I guess. Yeah. And it was hilarious. What was it? I don't I don't know if I remember the climate back then but what was like what was your experience was it like the talk of the town is it like it you know it was more like yo ray j smashing this thick girl like she really did she didn't have the name yet mm -hmm. she wasn't really popular but she was hot she had a big booty and shit mm -hmm. she was sexy that you know which out of which why i don't understand all of the the all the bbls and all that other shit she was doing because mm -hmm. she kim kardashian was banging bro she mm -hmm. was fine She's still very attractive, but that ass is just weird. I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, but yeah, uh, he refutes the claims. Uh, and it says, Ray J has taken issue with Kris Jenner's claim that she had nothing to do with the release of his infamous sex tape with, Ki with Kim Kardashian. Uh, the tape, which came to be known as Kim Kardashian's Superstar, was made public in 2007, like I said, five years after Kardashian filmed it with her then-boyfriend. Uh, the rapper and reality star, 41 years old, uh, Ray J took to Instagram on Saturday to pose a 28-minute Instagram video uh, taken while on vacation in the Dominican Republic, in which he condemned the Kardashian family. He also threatened to come after them legally, threatening to sue them for defamation. Um, you going to crush my career, make me look stupid, when you know you was the mastermind, he says in the video. Chris, you know you ran the play. So apparently, I think this is a video here from Ray J. Let's see if it comes on. Supposed to be on vacation. I'm in the Dominican Republic, and I'm and I'm looking at somebody mama lying and just really just laughing at niggas. Like you're gonna try to crush my career, make me look stupid when you know you was the mastermind, and then go out to dinner later and eat eat with your rich friends, huh? And just say, well, we fucked him over again. <laughs> we always fucking Ray over. He's our little like he's our little like like escape goat when we want to just feel like we like special and somebody hurt us like stop like you got me fucked up i start to think to myself all right if you already believe what these people are saying about me is true then what the fuck am i what, 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 what i gotta lose then to tell my truth and tell you what it really is like and i'm not telling you i'm telling this so when my kids grow up they know the truth like, when we was young and y'all manipulated us to do the shit, I take full responsibilities for the act. I was lit. We made a fucking lot of money. I get it. But we, we together, like, y'all really think that y'all was going to, I don't know. You know what? Here's how I look at it. Your All, right. Lord All right. That's enough of Ray J. That uh, nigga said an escape goat. Yeah. <laughs> you trying to use me as an escape goat? <laughs> using the words with the improper diction? <laughs> you using me as an escape goat so you can escape on a nigga? And we was doing pornos. I was lit. I was doing pornos. I was lit. But now you trying to escape on me like this? Be like, this is way before Raycons. I just want to do this for my kids. I don't want my kids to see that porno. I don't want my kids to see no limp dick. 
<laughs> Yo, let me be clear when I say this. I'm not trying to judge another, another man's sex game at all. But I could fuck better than Ray J. <laughs> you got him? I got Ray J, bro. I got him, bro. I got you, bro. We got to do a volume two. Shark is Mind podcast, uh, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> nah, but it, it's fucked up, though. I think that there's some foul play. There could be foul play. And I feel like Ray J could potentially have been taken advantage of. And it seems throughout the text message, because there was other videos of him showing messages between him and Kanye, having conversations about the tape and how Chris Jenner was behind it. And supposedly he mentioned, uh, allegedly, I'll say, he mentioned that she watched the video and chose a different video to have released, which yeah. is sick. If you're, if you're literally a parent and you're like um, choosing which sex tape your child should be in, that's fucking weird. That's very weird. That's very weird. Yeah. He said there was three of them. Yeah. So it's three tapes, and um, you know they they she I guess she seen the original one or she seen one of them, and she was like, "No, nah, y'all got to run that back. Like this oh ain't my good God. enough." So and you know who knows? This is all I, I for me, and I don't know uh, Ray J personally, obviously, right. but I I don't see why he would why he would lie. You know, but this is just right. out, you know, this is just for me sitting in Bakersfield, California, trying yeah, to what speculate what, what these do we know, right? Millionaires are doing. But um yeah, I just don't see why he would why he would lie about it. But um but you also you recognize like um I think I and I haven't watched it yet, but there's a Hulu series on uh uh, uh Pamela Anderson and, and Tommy Lee, like oh. that whole that whole story. Yeah. Um but I think that, that one kinda got that was more of a leak. Um, but in terms of this one, I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember it being necessarily like panic around, around the whole thing. Do you, do you remember what, like, what around Tommy Lee now? No, I mean, uh, Kim Kardashian and Ray J. I don't remember there being any panic because Kim Kardashian was not Kim Kardashian yet. Mm -hmm. She was just a chick that was literally like shadowing Paris Hilton, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it was like the prequel before she like blew up. This like made people know who she was. Mm -hmm. And then from there, she turned that sex tape into like a full fledged career. Mm -hmm. So like I in that regard, I can't slight Kim Kardashian because there's a lot of women or a lot of people who have had sex tapes and they fucking just disappeared. Mm -hmm. You know, so but she turned that sex tape into a massive career. Um, in a reality show that I don't watch, but <laughs> she's getting a lot of, you know. I One thing is weird to me is the men that have dated her, like knowing she had a sex tape. It would be hard for me to date a woman that is on film, like getting smashed Yeah, on film. Like she dated uh, uh, Chris Humphreys and fucking uh, Reggie Bush. Remember that uh, that receiver from the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the light-skinned dude. Uh, yeah. He was Austin. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Miles was it Miles, Miles Austin? Austin? Yeah, he had a he had a three four year run. He had a pretty, pretty good, good career. Yeah, but all these dudes seen the sex tape and was there. But my thing is this, and there's no disrespect because I know as regular people we we're just we have vanilla sex. We just fuck like regular human beings. I think that porn has set like an unrealistic standard for sex. Mm -hmm. So we think it's all like yeah, yeah, like you that's not beat, you got to beat the pussy up. That's not how mm -hmm. real sex works. So yeah. I guess Ray J and uh, uh, Kim had like a real like sex mm -hmm. um, exchange, mm -hmm. and that's probably why it wasn't all that impressive. It's still it's still like the number one viewed video on Pornhub. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder if they make money from that. Probably. 
Getting royalties, sex yeah. tape royalties. You can you imagine? I think like you think about certain names and they, which ones would be the biggest porn like videos ever. Like if for any reason it was like for any reason it would literally break the internet if like it was a sex tape with like Jay Z and Beyonce or some shit. It'd be over. It'd be over. The, the internet would crash. Yeah, it'd be like you like that B. <laughs> you like how that feel? <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce would be like, can't even pay my bill. <laughs> can't pay my telephone bill. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's a, that's that's that would break the fucking internet. But yeah, that would be wild. Yeah, I just think this is weird, man. I, I think it's unfortunate that there's still being a conversation had. You know, shit. I don't know how many years later. What, fifteen years later? Yeah, I get. I guess, for him, I think it's kind of weird that he's bringing up his kids in it. I think that um, I don't think there's anything that he can do in terms of conversation that protects his kids in any way. Like, what are you doing? Like, how is this bringing this story to light, protecting your kids? Um, the only way to protect your kids really is to remove it from the, the internet, which is impossible now. So. Yeah, they're going to see it. They're going to see their dad like, yeah, girl, you like that? That's like, crazy. either way. That's why, like, you have... This is what I would I would tell just everybody. I think more specifically women, because women are under attack. And I think that what's going on is a lot of women are falling prey to attention. And they think that, you know, having these very... Uh, these photos where they booty cheeks is out and they in a thong or they got OnlyFans, it is not leaving the internet. Never. It will never leave the internet. What you put on the internet will live there for the next hundred years. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you right now, especially we don't have the foresight to know who we're going to be. So let's say the next 20 years, you know, you're you're um, a, a huge R&B artist, right? But back when you were 21, you did a sex tape that you thought nobody knew about. And all of a sudden, now they got video of you giving head. That's how it works. That's how it happens. Yeah. Videos pop up. You know, you got people that, that are they're gonna try to blackmail you and say, Hey, I got a video of you uh having sex. If you don't release, give me fifty thousand in the next two hours, then I'm gonna put it on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. The OnlyFans people think that that shit is behind the paywall. It is, but that content still gets out. Yeah, that stuff be leaking. It'd be leaking. It's all over the internet. So if you if you got a picture of your ass or you fucking on there, that's your prerogative. Just understand that when you become, here's a problem too. And and the you think at OnlyFans, there are not like men with massive OnlyFans. There's some guys, but women really drive it. And a lot of sex workers. Now, here's the thing. When they get older, and let's say that let's say they're having they're on OnlyFans and they're 23. By the time they're 33, 34, they meet a really good guy. They want to be married. They want to have kids. They mm-hmm. want to, They left that life behind them. That whole phase is dead in the water. But now your kids are 14, 15, and it's videos of you sucking dick back in 2022. Mm-hmm. That's a real outcome. Like, that's a real outcome. And the thing about it, though, is with Ray J, that's why I'm bringing this all full circle. He's talking about his kids. But, bro, you really shouldn't even talk about your kids because you made a decision about the sex tape and then you brought it up randomly throughout the years. Mm-hmm. So your kids are going to know about this shit. And they're, they're going to see the video now. Yeah. You can't never shake it. Mm-hmm. It's, that's really unfortunate. That's, that's really unfortunate. Because I would never want my kids to see anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, I think sometimes we don't really have the foresight as human beings. No. To know what, you know, what your life going to look like in your 30s when you, you have know. kids and stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, I think it, that's the. I don't know. I think, I think um, the the crazy part is like we don't we don't really learn from our mistakes. Like it'd be not necessarily sex tapes, but um, just n- naked pictures and stuff that that still come out to this day. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, dang dog, like. I thought we learned our lesson back when, like I was saying, Tommy Lee and you know Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I thought we learned back then that you know. But I think I think like as much as that was planned, I think some some of these other leaks be planned too. Yeah, like if somebody not popping right now, they could you know just leak something or I don't know. I just, I just think that when people, you know, when you when it's when it's being recorded, especially with digital cameras and stuff like that. It's different back in the VHS days where it's right. like you got one single copy of right, of right. But once it turns into a digital thing, like that it's with an airdrop or a text message or a, a Google Drive, mm-hmm. that stuff is you know pretty much safe. It's everywhere. Me. And I would say honestly, I would say the average person, the average person has something on their phone that they don't want someone to see. I would say mm-hmm. out of a hundred people. At least seventy six people have some form or have sent or received a nude picture before, mm-hmm. or they sent a picture of their ass or their titties or they sent a dick pic or something. Mm-hmm. I have. It's not my proudest moment, but mm-hmm. I've sent a dick pic before. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, is if I've done that, I've also received pictures of titties, ass, and I'm just like, wow. So it's become very commonplace to have that on your phone. You really don't want to have that there, but you just know that in the real world, a lot of people are sending that stuff. And the the cool part about it, like I know niggas were like like files of like different. We were I was at this thing once, and uh, this guy seen a girl that he used to like mess with, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yeah, I got pictures of her doing all kind of stuff." And then he like pulled up some pictures on his phone, and I'm just like, "Dang, like that's kind of wild that you mm-hmm. kind of have a file." But it's right. like that's just that comes with the territory. Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are sending these pictures, not realizing that. Um, these especially with guys, mm. um, you know, women also, but with guys for sure, they're so we're like we're such in a space where, um, it's exciting, you know, guys mm-hmm. be sharing like, oh, like you know, look what I got. It's like it's like it's like trading Pokemon cards for guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like any nudes I got from women, I deleted them. Mm-hmm. Like I saw them, like dang, that's nice. She got a nice booty. Yeah, delete. Because mm-hmm. I don't want that picture getting in the hands of somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then the thing about it is that picture comes to me. It's now my responsibility to not have. First of all, I've never sent a picture of a woman that when a woman sends you anything that's sensitive, she's trusting you with that type of content. Mm-hmm. So with with that being said, I don't want to have that out there. Yeah. And somebody, you know, that's just that's just not OK. Mm hmm. It's 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 it comes with a great amount of responsibility. You don't want to be forward in pictures. Cause I've seen some dudes. They be like, "Hey man, this girl right here, she got ass. This her right here." And I'm thinking like, "Do you just casually got pictures of naked women in your phone, man?" Yeah, that's not okay, man. You gotta get that shit out your phone. Yeah, that's that's actually for you though. If if a woman sends you that, that's for you. That's not for you to be showing all your friends. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But something I don't know. It's, it's just a it's a strange culture now. Like. The whole sex tape thing is like very casual. Like people be pulling out their phones during sex all the time. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's too much. Yeah, it's I ain't never crazy. thought about that. Like, I ain't never thought about like, man, I should put my phone out and record this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? Yeah. Like, why would you? Pull yeah. It? What are you gonna get out of that? Like, what are you? Are you gonna put it out there on Pornhub? Some people get off on watching it, watching it back. 
Yeah, they'd be like, yeah, I was tearing that pussy up. <laughs> if they was really being honest with themselves, they was like, dang, I was hitting that pussy real regular. Right, right. right. Yeah, because in, in your mind, you'll be thinking like, and I've, I've had this happen. I'm not going to sit here in front. I'm a human being, and I'm just keeping real with y'all. I'll think to my mind, like, when you having sex with a chick, you'd be like, man, I was really, I was really giving it to her. And then probably like three years later, you'd be like, man, that was some regular dick. <laughs> yeah. That was regular dick. That was not my best effort. That was not my best. It definitely wasn't. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I never recorded that. Because <laughs> imagine like you're so cocky, you're you're having sex and you, you're recording it like, yeah. And imagine you put that shit on Pornhub or somewhere and mm-hmm. the comments would eat you up. Yeah. It'd be like, first comment, this nigga's dick is trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like That's this. crazy, and the, you 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 had a good point earlier. Is like we look at, um, and I don't I don't have a rate. Like I have, I don't know if I've ever really watched the full Ray J and Kim Kardashian thing, but you know from from what you're saying, it's just kind of regular. It's regular, man. But um, you know we're viewing that from the lens of like you know porn stars that are right. You know, they're professional sex, you know exactly professional. They're elite at having sex. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so. I don't know. It's just crazy to think about. Yeah. I just, high standards out there. I just think that the shit that you see on these, you got to understand, and I hate to say this, but a lot of those women that are having sex in there, like where it's really aggressive and stuff, a lot of them are, they, they come from like checkered backgrounds where they, you know, probably abuse and things like that. Like it's not normal for a dude to be pounding you. They got a 13 inch penis. That's not normal. Yeah. That's like that. Like that will put a regular woman in the fucking hospital. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's that's just none of that shit is normal. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what percentage exists of 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 like people like that, but it's got to be like two percent of men that got thirteen inch penises. Mm-hmm. But they just all made it into porn. Really, honestly, yeah. if you do got a penis that big, you probably should do porn, bro. What's the point of working at Office Max when you got a thirteen inch penis? I mean, if you're comfortable with that, with being on camera, you know, might as well. Yeah, I mean, that's all it, it takes. Obviously, like the ability to not bust in two seconds, but outside of that, like all you got to do is just have a big penis and then you straight. That would be crazy. Like imagine I'm working at KFC, I'm making chicken, and I'm just frustrated. Like fuck this shit, I got a big dick. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of making this chicken. <laughs> no, that's wild. Yeah, I mean, it, it, for some people, <laughs> for some people, um. You might as well, dog. Like you ain't got nothing going on in life. Like you just go, go get on Pornhub or OnlyFans, or whatever. Yeah, you just keep your keep your um, KFC uniform on. Yeah, being there smashing. Like yeah, it's y'all a gonna storyline. Y'all gonna remember my name? Mm-hmm. Did you order chicken breast? <laughs> oh no! Oh, you mean like the role playing? Yeah. Like, hey, my name is Dontrell. Did you order the chicken priest? The, the two breasts and uh, one thigh? <laughs> like, no, actually, I ordered chicken dick. <laughs> we don't got chicken dicks here, ma'am. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that this it, this is like the least creative thing. I don't know who writes. I don't know who writes the script for the porn, but it's terrible. Yeah, they got they got different. It's it's not like that no more. Like the the, the storylines, 
The storylines have gotten better, but they still they still are terrible. Terrible actors. Yeah, terrible acting. Um, terrible storylines. They just they just. What I'm saying is they're not the cheesy like, hey, did you order a pizza? Right. No, but I want your cock, and it's not like <laughs> it's not like that anymore. No like they got one on black, and this is like TMI, but they got one on black where like this. Uh, this rapper is like recording music with this up and coming artist or some nonsense. And it's just like, <laughs> it'd be some wild stuff. Like one girl is like shooting a music video and the guy is like the rapper or whatever. Oh man. She just starts sucking his dick on a, in the, in the music video. <laughs> he like, yeah, I'm on the mic. You feel, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So imagine blue pair like out there recording a music video. Like, yeah, y'all, y'all, you ain't sucking hard enough. Move, move, move to the left a little bit. Move over there. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that's got to be a that's a hard job to like really record porn. Yeah. Like to be, it would just put like me in literally a, a hard job. It'd be a weird space to be in. Mm-hmm. Just watching people go at it. Yeah, like scene cut. I couldn't imagine. That's I, I feel like that would make me sick to my stomach. Yeah, I'd be too nervous to perform. To be honest, mm-hmm. if I got like a bunch of dudes in the room too, dudes and people walking by and a camera crew and stuff. Oh, nah. But ima- imagine though. Like the temperature in this room right now with mm-hmm. these bright lights and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Like that's probably what it would look like. And then the camera sitting over there and you just trying to like hit yeah. it from the back. It's just like. Yeah, that's too much. It's more pressure on male performers too because women women just come in there. All you got to have is, you know, is the vajayjay. Yeah. That's really it. But mm-hmm. the, the dude. It's is a just... performance aspect to women. I think women yeah. have to perform more. Yeah. The guy is actually, you know, doing a lot of the work, but the women have to be like. Just so much more animated. Yeah, they gotta act like they like it too. Mm-hmm. They, this dude is putting a whole sledgehammer in her in her yeah. guts, and they gotta act like it feel good. And they get treating your cervix like a punching bag. He's like, yeah, and inside it's like, like Mike Tyson punching a bag. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Adrian Peterson get knocked out? Bro, he got knocked the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> Box like NFL players need to stop going into boxing. They, they need to stop. The cool part about it, like just seeing Adrian Peterson's measurables, like you know, people always saying he got a real strong yeah. grip, and you yeah. know, he was obviously like like a bigger running back over yeah. six feet and whatnot. Um, the way he got put down was just like it Damn. was just easy. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Easy. Yeah, Le'Veon must have some years because he looked pretty natural. Mm-hmm. He looked pretty natural out there. The Peterson looked real stiff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, like they already been playing a vi- a vicious game. Yeah, they need to stop. They need to just not do anything that requires not any more punched. physical. Yeah, Frank Gore too. They need to stop. This. You see Swaggy P? Mm-mm. Swaggy P got socked out the ring, bro. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, man. he did. Uh, man, that nigga shaped like Bill Cosby. Wait, too. who did he fight? I don't. Sh- I'm not sure, but it was just. I'm like, come I on, bro. Look that, up. that shit looked weak. He this he threw a punch and then did a spin move in the ring. Are you serious? I'm like, God, this is embarrassing. Yeah, man. I don't know if he's in. I don't know if he got money problems or something, but man, that's hilarious. He don't. He don't ever need to fight again. Did he fight Blueface? No, no, oh, no. it wasn't that. No, I, I heard Blueface been like sp- fighting for a little bit though, so he look probably look a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Some dude named Malcolm Mini Minicom. Mini I, I don't know who that is. That's the guy he fought. Yeah, that nigga is. hair look crazy. Yeah, he, he came in there. That he came in there shape. He came in there looking like a uh, like Bill Cosby. <laughs> like, dude, you can't come in the boxing ring looking that fucked up, dude. You were an ex athlete. You can't. 
That's embarrassing. What really happens is you just get exposed for not having no hands. Yeah, exactly. Because we always think like, oh, these athletes, they professional athletes, or you know, you see them fighting on the field or whatever the yeah, case may be. They no. get in that ring and get pieced up. Yeah, Pac-Man Jones supposed to be so tough. He got in a boxer ring. He looked like a pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if me and him threw gloves on, I would really beat his ass. <laughs> yeah, that guy looked like a straight pussy, man. He was throwing these looping overhand punches like with no. He never. He had his hands down. Yeah, and he just and he. Oh God, he looked terrible. Yeah. He's fighting in the rough and rowdy, the mm-hmm. rough and rowdy boxing thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fighting some hillbilly or something shit. But that shit yeah. looked terrible. So I think some, I do think some people be needing a check because it is, it's, a, it's entertaining. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. personally go to that boxing match, Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell and Adrian Peterson, but it is some people interested to see, you know, what that looks like. Um, yeah. It's not for me. I just want to watch the highlights on YouTube and go on about my day. Yeah, but if they had like a podcast, like podcast boxing match, I'll beat Joe Budden's motherfucking ass. You'll you, you put hands on Joe Oh, Budden? man, I'll beat Joe. Joe I'll, Budden little, though. Yeah, yeah. But he'll be like, I ain't got no problem fighting Eddie McGee. <laughs> I will get, I'll get in there and I'll beat Eddie's motherfucking ass. <laughs> Fuck Rory and Maul. <laughs> All I, all I got to do is just hit him with a couple jabs. <laughs> all, he, no, you know what you got to do? Just run around a ring for like a good 30 seconds. Yeah. And that nigga going on a cigarette. Yeah. Just give him one body shot. Don't even hit him in the face. Because <laughs> his stomach is swollen, too. You hit him in that <laughs> swollen stomach, he'll be like, oh. <laughs> He'll go right back to podcast. Like, he'll get hit funny. in the stomach and walk out the ring and go right into the studio. Microphone check, one, two, what is this? <laughs> JPB boys back to business. <laughs> we got to see uh, Charlemagne and Joe Budden. I think that'd be it. I think Charlemagne would beat his ass. I, be, I don't know. I think Charlemagne would. Charla- Charlemagne got pieced up by... Uh, of uh, Porter, uh, yeah, Sean Porter, yeah, was, yeah, but I think obviously he's a professional boxer, right? But, but if they really had to fight, I really feel like Charlamagne put hands on. Him. I don't know, man. Yeah, Charlamagne. I ain't never seen either of them fight, so I have no I ain't either. idea. Charlamagne Little is a motherfucker, though. Mm-hmm. Charlamagne like five seven or five six, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You if you hit Charlamagne, that might be child abuse. You hit That's Charlamagne, and then Wax gonna try to fight you. Yeah, yeah. That all that happened. It'll be like a. It'll be like a like a boxing. What do you call that? Like a, a organized boxing match. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you hit Charlemagne with a real hard right, the wax just jump in the ring with them fucking boots on. Like what? What are you doing, man? What, what are you doing, doing, man? Like I don't know nothing. Why, <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know nothing. Why you hitting Charlemagne, man? Come on, why you hitting Charlemagne? <laughs> yeah. Like nigga, you got boots on in the middle of the boxing ring. What the fuck, wax? Yeah. I haven't heard from him in a minute. I don't no, know. I haven't. He's still doing his podcast, but I think he's back south somewhere. Mm. Yeah, he's doing something. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird not seeing him on Brilliant Idiots because he had a good little run for a while. Yeah, he was actually like becoming a good podcaster. Yeah, he was, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, but there's that. Let's go ahead and switch gears. Switching gears. Um, Queen Elizabeth. Um, recently, Queen Elizabeth II passed away, and in America... When they said the queen is dead, we thought they meant Queen Latifah. And a lot of people were worried. Um, And here's the story. The death of Queen Elizabeth II has caused confusion in America because apparently lots of folks were wiping away tears thinking another queen had passed. Queen Latifah has been trending for more than a day, according to Hip Hop uh, DX, because lots of folks thought she was the one who left this earth. 
Think about it. If you were playing Family Feud and the va- and the and and the clue was most famous queen, the number one answer would qu- clearly be Queen Elizabeth II. But Latifah will come in a, a strong second. I don't know about that, cause I don't know about that. I think we would say Queen Latifah out here. Heck no. You don't think so? No way. Okay. So for that, It'd be probably f- be Beyonce or something. No, I I mean like Beyonce is not technically like. Beyond, like a queen, but um, Queen Elizabeth, that whole royal family in England, that's Meghan Markle and all them, yeah. uh, Prince Henry, they're like, they're all over tabloids. You know? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing started after someone tweeted, I told my mama the queen died. She talking about Latifah. It became a game of telephone and the rumor spread like wildfire. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Another group tried to reassure the panic. That beloved 52-year-old actress rapper was alive and well. Funny, though, Latifah told James Corden a, uh, a while back after her 90, 1996 hit set it off, she put a no-death clause in her acting contract so she couldn't get killed off in future flicks. When I first started doing movies, I always had these death scenes, and apparently I died too well. And then, <laughs> then I caught on, like, wait a minute. If I die in these movies, I can't be in a sequel. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's true. That's funny. Yeah. That's, that's a good point, mm-hmm. Queen Latifah. Um, yeah, I, and here's the thing. I'm not one of those people that act like I care more about a person when they pass away. I My deepest condolences go out to Queen Elizabeth and her family, but I'm not one of those motherfuckers that will be like, oh, my God, the queen died. Like, oh, I have no cultural connection to Queen Elizabeth or that royal family at all, like none. And I always under, I always wondered why they were considered so important, but it's mainly because they're a royal family. She yeah. was born in the royalty. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, I kind of I, I identify more with Queen Latifah um, because like she built her name, mm-hmm. you know, and I have more of a cultural connection, not only because she's black, but like she's like a huge figure in the black community, too. Mm-hmm. And she's one hell of an actress. I love Queen Latifah. And I low key had a, like a major crush on her for a long time, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is about Queen Latifah. She's just like. She kind of low key sexy, bro. She's been looking the same for a long time. Yeah, she but had a warm spirit too. She had a warm spirit, and mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of other warm things on Queen Latifah. <laughs> I'm not gonna mention that. <laughs> I want to get a, you know, what do you call that? I get flagged on here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. Um, thank God Queen Latifah's still alive. Yeah. No, I think I think um, I think this whole that whole Queen Elizabeth thing was kind of it's a very strange place because. There was a lot of people laughing at the fact that she passed away. Yeah, you know, and primarily due to the racism and and all these other things that uh, and, that happened. And Princess know. Diana, they felt there was foul play. Yeah, that and you know how Meghan Markle and all you know that whole family dynamic yeah. was was being treated. Um, but I think that um, I don't know. I I find it I find it very hard to celebrate somebody's death. Nah, that's too much. That's a little. That's a little much for me. Yeah. Um, it, it, outside of like them doing like real harm, you know, I think you know, and I don't. I don't know exactly her history with racism and all that other stuff, but um, outside of her like physically causing harm to you know people in my culture or you know somebody that look, looks like me, just saying words is like whatever. It's like it's even if you if you find somebody. And you think that they're racist and stuff like that. There's like a neutral stance you can you can take mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily require the memes and, and all these other things. Yeah, but um, I think that's a little bit strange. Um, but yeah, I think I think you know 
it like just anybody's death can be um nowadays like with with the the way that the news travels and there's some people there's some people that don't genuinely care about this whole royal family in England or whatever but they do care about likes and, and retweets. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like a flood of people like pulling up the gifts that go along with this and, you know, putting together memes with her um, walking and like going into heaven and seeing different people. And it's just like, right. it's just a strange, yep. it's just a strange time where, um, you know, everybody wants to be first and everybody wants to be funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. I see one a day where Kobe was crossing her over and yeah. she fell down. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. <clears throat> And Kobe yeah. was like dribbling. <laughs> like yeah. this, 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 this. I was like, oh man. That yeah. one that made me laugh. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That made me laugh. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna lie. You gotta understand, I'm the same guy that before my dad had passed and he was very terminally ill, um, I seen he had a bootleg porno that said sugar walls on it. And yeah. I and I shared that information on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So like I, I it's not like dark humor, but I could take like a moment of despair and see something hilarious in that moment. Yeah. And I felt like that meme with Kobe was funny. That one was funny. <laughs> like I remember when Joe Biden fell down the stairs and they did like uh like Steph Curry crossing him over or something yeah. like that. <laughs> like that shit be funny, yo. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Um yeah, but they felt um I guess they felt there was some foul play with Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also they showed that back when she had died, the next morning or like hours later, they had these big green trucks that were spraying the halls with bleach, wiping shit up. Before before the it, before it could be investigated, they had these big green trucks that was. You mean when Princess Diana? Princess Diana died. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. when they died, it was these big green trucks mm-hmm. um, that was driving through the 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 actual the what do you call it? It was like this big tunnel mm-hmm. that she had died in. Mm-hmm. And uh, they spraying that motherfucker with bleach, mm-hmm. clean the whole crime scene up. Mm-hmm. Usually, when it's somebody that high profile, it's like a super investigation. Mm-hmm. But that shit was cleaned up, and everybody was going right back through there, like within hours. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just saying. I want to sound conspiratorial, but some people feel that she was involved in that. Mm-hmm. And then she also had the, the racial thing with you know Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want niggas in our family. <laughs> We spent a lot of time being a royal family. <laughs> we don't want niggas here. <laughs> like, damn. You got like an English slash Asian accent going on. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> we don't want niggas here. <laughs> and I told you about back in the day, uh, uh, me and a homie used to crank call. This, it was, I guess it was, apparently it was an Asian guy. Uh-huh. And he'd be like, hey, is Tony there? They're like, no. No Tony here. Stop calling. <laughs> no Tony. Stop. No call, call the police. Stop calling here. <laughs> I'm just looking for Tony, man. What's going? I'm just looking for Tony. No Tony here. Stop. Don't call in my house. <laughs> that was comedy. Yeah, man. Yeah. That 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 um <clears throat> that royal family is uh I don't know. It's it's just, it's not necessarily um part of their government anymore, but they they just uh they that for for the rest of time, you know that that's gonna be what it is. Because when she when uh, Queen Elizabeth passed away, I think it was uh, who who was it? Like it wasn't a son. It might have been a brother or something like that. That kind of is now considered the king of England now. So mm. yeah, somebody had like you know because they just it's all about the lineage and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's just a different world. And you know, obviously they don't really run much over there, but they are like a wealthy family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um 
didn't uh didn't who was it that Meghan Markle and her husband they gave up like their royal place and some shit like that? I think so. They like you know they just wanted to be left alone or I don't know how it worked. Mm-hmm. But um, you know damn well they still getting money. Mm-hmm. Meghan Markle she's pretty cute too. She looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. But people was calling her ugly and shit. It was some super racist tabloids out there, man. And she's barely like black, like barely. She's like half black. Mm-hmm. But she's you know she kind of looks like racially ambiguous. But you they would, acting like they calling her ugly. Like the family is just a full of beautiful. Yeah, people. I'm gonna keep it one hundred. Elizabeth, all of them, they all ugly. I'm not trying to like judge somebody, but for them to call her that, she's actually very attractive. Mm-hmm. But them over there, they be looking crazy. What's the what's the dad's name? Um, is it William? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think, think Prince Henry is the one that is what Meghan Markle. Yeah, but, Henry, but I think the dad's name is William, I think. I'm not sure. I See, that's know. how much I never really followed it. But, like, mm-hmm. in in America, for some reason, they followed a royal family. Because they've mm-hmm. been, like, a royal family since I don't know how long. Yeah, it is. It's actually very cool, though, to to think that that, that family is connected to, you know, the last, what do you call it, like a matriarch or mon- whatever. Yeah, they all, like, are related to, you know, real royalty, which is actually, like, amazing to think about. Um, that's just, like... You know, um, like George Washington's kids, like somehow being uh, still recognized or still carrying that last name or something like that. I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, I, I guess just because it gives it like a um, gives it like a face. Like these are the people connected to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I guess you could say that. Okay, all right, all right. I think we got enough about uh, to say about this. Shout out to the Queen. Rest in peace to the Queen. You feel me? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth II. And shout out to the Queen Latifah. I think it's it is also kind of weird that her she's like a she's almost like a junior. Mm-hmm. Like a, a Queen Elizabeth II. That's how it is, man, with the mm-hmm. matriarch. Mm-hmm. They kind of they pass that down too. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Switching gears. Um, O Block. Um, o Block is a place where like King Von and um for those who know, he's a, a rapper. Little Dirk. Little Dirk. Guys like that in Chicago. I'll read this mm-hmm. out. Chicago's infamous neighborhood, O-Block, has been sold. Residents will be relocated and the property will be demolished in 2023. Um, and there's no real article, so this is really, really, really recent. But um, it's being sold, and this is where a lot of gang violence and things like that have went on. But it's, it's popular because there's some rappers that have came out of that housing project. Now, I guess Lil Durk, like over a year ago, he tried to put a bid in to buy O-Block and he was denied, you know, but there have been a lot of people that are doing life sentences and and they're doing life sentences in prison, killing each other over some shit they don't own. And this is why, and I hate to say this, but I have to say this. I have to say this. I might, we might have to make this a clip. Um, <laughs> gang members. You don't own anything. You are literally dying over streets that you don't own. You don't have any property there. You don't own any land there. You have no equity in anything, but you're shooting each other over property that is rented to you. Think about how stupid that is. Mm -hmm. And this old block is basically uh, rappers come from there. Um, King Von, Lil Durk. Um, Dirk, I'll give him credit for attempting to try to buy that, buy that property, but it's probably better he didn't buy it because it would be the same gang shit going on there. 
they're going to tear this place down. They're going to relocate the people. And when they make a new housing, not even a housing project, whenever they make new housing there, it's going to be too expensive for those people there to move in. Mm-hmm. So what's going on is is a, is a two sides to this. One, they're demolishing it, and two, this is probably gentrification about to happen. Yeah, yeah, it it's, could, it it's could a be. it's a tough like it's a tough position from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. And I'm not part of the community, and you know, I, there are I would imagine there's the the the, the gang members um, that are like. Um, in the old block guys, I, th- I would imagine that's a small fraction of, you know, the, the, the community, the people that actually live there because um, I think it's 30 buildings or something like that. Mm, and I know for sure that not every single one of them, like I, they said, Michelle Obama was raised in, in that area. Damn. She was an old block. <laughs> Michelle Obama from old block. <laughs> God dang. <laughs> my, my, my wife, um, uh, she got a big booty. She is from Oblak. <laughs> I met her, uh, 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 King Vaughn, Uncle Vaughn. <laughs> Uncle Vaughn. I went to school with uh, Uncle Vaughn and uh, Mr. Dirk. I went to school with Mr. Dirk. Big Dirk. Me and, me and Big Dirk back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> big me, me and Big Dirk used to chill out all the time. Me and Big Dirk used to spin the block on Vegas. Yeah, but I think um, it's tough because... Um, when you when you were like a citizen, what they call like um, like you know how they they, they have the gang member, the non affiliates or whatever you you know you right. would coin like a guy, a guy like me and Eddie as like you you don't really entertain the um the uh, the nonsense or the gang violence and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and it's 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 also annoying because I, in one instance we just killing each other and it's like you know like you said we're fighting over territory that we don't own mm-hmm. um so when it comes to like demolishing demolishing <clears throat> gang infested neighborhoods it's kind of like okay cool like we're cleaning up the the neighborhoods but at the same time you know like i said not all of these not all 30 um buildings are full of gang members it's, right. it's probably you know a few hundred of them and then the rest of them are you know um you know moms and people that work regular jobs, maybe mm-hmm. bus drivers and, and stuff like that, that just, you know, just so happen to live there. So I think for me, it's unfortunate that those people that, you know, just kind of got caught up in, um, you know, this 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 transaction that they are getting displaced and they have to figure out they got to pick up the pieces now. Um, yeah. So it, it, it just sucks, man. And I think that when it, um, you know, I don't know how serious that bid from Lil Durk was, and you know, like you said, this is a couple years ago, I think. And they said they they a lot of times, excuse me, a lot of times when, um, and this is me speaking from a person that like has went through the home buying process. A lot of times, there are conversations that are being had before some really hit the market. Mm. So probably by the time that he heard about. It was something late. being for sale. It was probably already already some handshakes and yep. some numbers and stuff being yep. exchanged. Um, so just just uh, you know, and also it's thirty buildings, right? Um, that spanned over like a few blocks. Yeah. So that's gonna be a pretty penny. And you know, Lil, yeah. Lil Durk is a, a successful artist, but, yeah. um, but you know that's that's gonna be a different type of that's, money. That's Jay Z money. Yeah, that, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. I was we, like, we talking about that's that's probably could be in a hundred, probably a hundred over a hundred yeah, million, probably nine figures or something like that. Uh, hold on, I think they said I think it was one hundred and forty or something like that. 
That's a lot of money. Yeah, man. That's a mm-hmm. lot of that's real money right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not gonna buy O Block with the little rap check. I don't care how much money you got stacked up on there, how many millions you got. Yeah. If if somebody if you wanna make real change and let's say you oh I made twenty million dollars, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Like like that's probably what Jeff Bezos can make in a day. Some people laugh some people will laugh at that. Yeah. If they got down to twenty dollars, they'd be like, dang, I'm broke. You know, what I mean, I mean, twenty million. You mean? Yeah, twenty million. If they got down to twenty million, it'd be like they they would they life would be over. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, the thing the thing to me the way I you the way you probably could stay on top once you acquire a certain amount of wealth is like staying within the hundreds of millions. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be able to check my account and see one hundred and twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah, that's that's where the money's at. Oh, for sure. If you got seven million dollars, like you're not safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to say it. People may say, dude, that's ignorant coming from you, Eddie. You, you're a regular person. But I have the foresight to think like a rich person, and $7 million to me can be lost, mm-hmm. especially when you're dealing with high stakes. So mm-hmm. the more money you make and the more investments you make, if you're investing in something and you're putting in 2 or $3 million and you only have seven, um, that shit better work. Because mm-hmm. if it doesn't, you just lost $2 million. Yeah. You know? I think... I think no matter what amount of money you have, because it's, it's all relative. Yes. I think the most important thing is just the, the financial literacy. Yes. Because yeah. you can be broke with $100 million, or you can be, mm. you know, very wealthy with $100 million, or you could be broke with $7 million, You can mm. be, you know. Because I know people that, you know, got really, really good jobs, six figures a year jobs, um, and they ain't got nothing to show for it. So, uh-uh. it's, and there's some people that make... Fifty thousand a year, and they find a way to you know own a home and you know have you know few few cars, go on vacations and stuff like that. So, um, that that uh, that financial literacy can make can make twenty look like you know a hundred. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I just think we're seeing that like there's no power in this gang shit because in the streets you the cool dude with the chain on. You know, you're just you're just dripped in in liabilities. That chain on your neck, liability. That that mm-hmm. watch on your wrist, liability. Mm-hmm. You know, the the drugs you're trying to sell that could get you locked up. Like you're dripped in a bunch of bullshit. It's not real. In the real world, having like literally wealth is built into having equity in things. That owning land, owning commercial property, owning all these type of things is where it's at. When Young Dolph died, he owned over a hundred houses. Mm-hmm. 100 bro mm-hmm. Young Dolph is left behind a fortune To his kids That's a lot That's a lot of houses man Over mm-hmm. 100 So even even Young Dolph said it when he died Before he died he had a song He was like when I die my son gonna be a rich little bastard mm-hmm. Right That's a wild thing to say That's a wild thing to say Cause yeah. I think that what he already had been shot So I, what you start to learn too Is a lot of these rappers they live a life where they they can like see death and then it mm-hmm. happens. Mac Miller was rapping about death. Tupac was rapping about death. Young Dolph was rapping about death. In some ways, Nipsey was rapping about death sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, man, like some of these rappers need to completely completely remove themselves from these areas. Mm-hmm. I think you could give back without being there because Snoop Dogg has done a good job of that. Yeah. You know, you got to know that these people, bro, they're, they are in the struggle. They don't want to see you being successful. They want to mm-hmm. kill you. Mm-hmm. Say so you got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, it's a it's a tough go at it. I think you know that stuff just follows you, and it kind of going back to like the conversation around like the sex tapes. 
um, it'd be a lot of dirt that these artists do in the streets. And, yeah, you know, that stuff, like I said, it, it is it's not always directly. It's not always it's not always going to look like the, the ops or the rival gang. Yeah. Get to you. Sometimes it just looks like, you know, like just, you know, the energy just manifests somehow because because you got to think, um, you know, obviously Nipsey Hussle, he didn't get shot by somebody from a different gang. But like literally, if he wasn't in that gang, the person from, you know, from his own gang he wouldn't have had his own game. You know what I mean? So it's just, uh, it's unfortunate. And I, and I don't want to get into a space where I'm like, uh, you know, like talking negative about certain people, but it's just like, um, I just think overall we got to change the mentality. Like, uh, you know, like just like, you know, even in terms of like O Block, like imagine if um, instead of it being uh, infamous for a lot of gang members and famous um, gangster rappers are from there, it was, mm-hmm you know, full of educated black men or something. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's just... and my thing is, I seen somebody pushing back. There was somebody in the comments He was like, I don't think you should be mentioned in any of the gang, anything gang related when you don't know what you're talking about. Let me be clear. I'm not reserving any respect for gang members. Mm-hmm. Okay? You offer neighborhoods nothing. I got people in my family that's Crips, Hoovers, all of them. I'm sorry, but gangs are for misguided use. Not grown adults. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not trying to be an apologist for gangs. If you are in a gang, more power to you. But you offer nothing to the community. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I'm not about to sit here and be like, oh, you know, yeah, the Bloods are doing this. But, you know, the Crips aren't so bad. Are you serious? <laughs> like, and, and there's some great people that do come from gang backgrounds. But even they will tell you to never join a gang. Mm-hmm. I know, I know dudes that was Bloods and Crips back in the day, and they'd be like, hey, stay out the streets, young man. Don't get involved with this shit. Mm-hmm. They will be the first ones to tell you that. So if a gang member is telling you to not be in a gang, what does that tell you? Stay a civilian. Stay a civilian. Stay out of that dumb shit. That shit is dumb. Mm-hmm. It is dumb. Mm-hmm. But I just think that, you know, in some some hip-hop artists, you know, they it's glorified through the music. And mm-hmm. I think that they made that shit sexy. Like, uh, you know, talking about gang shit has been made cool. Ain't none of that shit cool, man. It ain't. It's not. Yeah. It's not. And a lot of these areas that, you know, are known for shooting and drive-bys, it's like a little bit of glorification sprinkled in there. Like, yeah, man, I'm from the jungles. Like, man, it, it stays going down over there. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's exciting for people. Who gives a fuck about that you know, oh yeah, man, it stay, it's lit over there. It stay going like that's not lit, man. That's murder. Yeah, it's just so crazy that like I'm sure countless people in Chicago have died over that that uh, that moniker or being from that neighborhood or 63rd or whatever uh, 64th Street, whatever street it, whatever street it's on, and. In a matter of a few handshakes and some signatures, they they just completely de- completely demolish yeah. the living space for all of those yeah. people. You don't got no power. You could rap about yeah from sixty third so and so. You own nothing. You own nothing. You could rap about. You could be whether and this is for anybody. You could be rolling sixty script. You could be whatever you are, but you do not own anything. And if they want to knock your neighborhood down, they can do it. Mm-hmm. They could demolish that whole street you grew up on, whether you're a blood, crip, 
vice lord, whatever you are, you own nothing. And you look dumb when you get out here and you're like, yeah, I'm repping this street. You don't own anything when the government could come and relocate you. They literally can relocate you and boot you out of your own hood. Mm-hmm. Like, think of, think about this. One of the things, I guess, in, in, in street culture is like, yeah, man, he got ran out of his own hood. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got ran out of his own hood. He a mark or he a whatever. Bro, everybody from O Block just got ran out of their own hood. Mm-hmm. All of y'all. Because y'all ain't got no money. This little street shit, the drugs and all of this. It's nothing. It means nothing. Mm-hmm. Bro, if I get hate for saying this, I don't give a fuck. I don't care because y'all not doing nothing. You literally don't have anything. You could have a bunch of money up to your ear in a rap video, but that couldn't save your hood because you don't got no real money. In the corporate world, you need to have $148 million. You need to have $120 million. You need to have business partners. Y'all don't got business partners. Y'all don't got equity. You don't got shit. So politely, go ahead and whatever wherever you go now, they not they probably not gonna let that shit fly. Yeah, I don't know what that's gonna look like now. Yeah, Especially man. Chicago, yeah. I don't know what that's gonna look like now. Mm-hmm. They gonna O block is gonna be turned into F block. Mm-hmm. And the police going to be sitting there waiting on you to commit a crime. Yeah. You think the police don't know exactly where all these these people are going to get relocated? They know. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be somewhere. Yeah, it's like a, it's some community planning and stuff. Oh, I yeah. Imagine. Oh, yeah. It's going to be some low income spots. But I think what might happen, too, is they might find a way to flush out the gang members so they ain't got nowhere to go. Because it could be like this, like a lot of, there's a lot of regular people that live in the hood, not just gang members. Mm-hmm. So regular, you know, kids, they go to school and college, some college students or some really good straight ed- There's a lot of really like geniuses that live in the hood, mm-hmm. but they're in fear of their life every time they go in an elevator. Mm-hmm. You know, they just trying to go to school and be a normal kid. A lot of, some of the people we see in Hollywood and shit, they come from the bottom. Mm-hmm. But those are the people that need to be protected. Yeah. So I, I hope they get, you know, they get relocated to a safe spot. And they ain't got to hear bullet bullets. And there, <laughs> there was a video I seen on TikTok, and the dude was on Old Block. He was driving down the street. You just hear. I'm like, oh my god! Why call it Chirac? That shit was crazy. These kids be 13, 14 years old with with AR-15s and and AK-47s. Getting groomed at a young age, man. Mm-hmm. They call some of them like they they call them baby killers. Mm-hmm. Like not like they literally some kids be like 11, 12 years old with a shotgun mm-hmm. or a, a, a freaking uh, AK forty seven. One if one dude I forgot who it was. I don't know who it was. It was a comedian or somebody else. And he said some dude came up to him as a young kid. He said, "If you over here, when I get back, I'm gonna shoot you." Mm-hmm. And he said like. That kid had to be serious. So I took off, and I took off running. And I don't know if he came back or not, but he seemed like he was for real. Mm-hmm. I was like, a 12-year-old tell you, hey, man, you better get off this block. And if you don't get off, you getting shot by a 12-year-old. That's crazy. That's fucked up. Yeah, man. And you see Takashi was trying to play with O-Block. Remember that? Yeah, he was out there for like 30 seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like, I came to your hood, man. You playing with, man, you playing with fire. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. But yeah, enough of this. Uh, switching gears. 
Um, Florida Christian school teacher arrested after twerking on a student. So we have another situation where a teacher is being inappropriate with a minor. This shit don't stop, man. It's happening too much. Back in the day, we used to get mad for getting, you know, getting kicked out of class. But now these teachers is fucking and twerking on these students. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, I think it's very inappropriate. And I, I don't think that we should okay it just because young men are having, like, sex with a female teacher. I don't think that's okay. I still think that's not only inappropriate, but that's, uh, you know, that's assault, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but when I was 17, I wanted to fuck my teacher, so I'm not even going to sit here and lie. Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of them, man. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, Florida Christian school teacher arrested after twerking on a student. Um, a former uh, Florida Christian school teacher has been arrested for multiple incidents, including twerking on an underage student. According to authorities, Julie Hoover, 39 years old, took part in a point of grace Christian school prom on April 8th. During the event, Hoover began pressuring a student to drink alcohol, uh, alcoholic beverage by forcing the straw from her cup into his mouth. Well, this is crazy. A uh, school administrator told investigators the staff had the alcohol in the back room to drink after the event when students left. Uh, the student would, uh, would tell investigators that while he was on the dance floor, Hoover began to twerk on him, making him feel uncomfortable. At least two other people tried to get the teacher to stop, even getting in between the two. This chick, she just can't control herself. Um, the prom incident was not Hoover's uh, time, Hoover's time she had been arrested for misconduct, first time. Um, according to Taylor County deputies, Hoover was arrested for sexting an 18-year-old high school senior. The student's mother found the messages on the teen's phone, which included a plan for the student to sneak into Hoover's home while her husband was at work. So this teacher was already fucking or trying to fuck another student. My question is, why didn't they do a deeper background check? Mm-hmm. And how did she get another job? And why are there so many grown women that want to fuck students? She got in trouble for for sexting. Texting 18. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess I'm confused because he's 18 years old. No, right? not in this one. This was a, the one I read about the 18-year-old. That's a different story. Yeah. But it's the same woman. Uh-huh. So she was twerking on a high school student. And yeah, I understand one. that, but she got it. She got in trouble for texting an eighteen-year-old. Yes, she did. She was sexting him and had plans to meet at his home once the mom was gone. So, for what I'm saying is like I don't understand. Like he's eighteen years old is what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's it's still and it's still inappropriate. This is basically sex an eighteen year old high school senior. The student's mother found a messages on the teen's phone, which included a plan for the student to sneak into Hoover's home mm-hmm. while her husband was at work. So mm-hmm. she's married. Yeah, but I, she wanted. To I fuck understand the morality of it, but yeah. I'm saying like, is that illegal? Is that grounds to get arrested? Uh, you, you, I don't know if it's to get arrested. Not for that. So mm-hmm. that's probably why they didn't report it because he was eighteen. Mm-hmm. But it's it's super inappropriate. I think yeah. that any inappropriate action with a student should be reported. So it may be eighteen, but it's like you can't wait till the motherfuckers out of high school to fuck it. Yeah, like, that's wild. That's or wild. just not at all. Or just not at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll say this, and I'll be completely honest when I say this: is I have I would never have. First of all, if I'm a coach or a a, a teacher or whatever at a high school, I want those young ladies to be as far away from me as possible. I'll be respectful, very cordial, but the thing about it is is young women tend to like older men. 
So even a man that's my age, I'm 37 years old, and if a girl is 18 and she looks like a grown woman and she's still attending a high school, but let's just be honest, a lot of women are overly developed even when they're younger. It'd mm-hmm. be a girl that's 18 with a big old booty and slim waist and big old breasts. She mm-hmm. looks like she's 26 years old. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hi, Mr. McGee, hi. And they trying to get you in the corner and they trying to get in your classroom while nobody is there and shit. You're like, oh, no, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like that's a conducive. Like, I just would not want to even be around it because mm-hmm. it's just, no. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. This is, I, I, this is just, it's a strange situation. And like you said, I don't understand why they don't do the the like the background check on on this girl yeah like you know and i think rightfully so like i don't know like i don't know when i hear um that she got arrested for twerking it it sounds like a little dumb like Mm -hmm. like i don't know if that's like like grounds to arrest someone but like the the um what you call it? Like the drinking and stuff. That's that's just why. And it's a Christian school. Yeah, underage that's drinking. Just, that's just like that's overdoing it. Yeah. Um, and she she seemed to be so intoxicated. Like she couldn't control herself. She lowered 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 her inhibitions mm-hmm. or inhibitions. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's just nigga it's, making up words like Ray J. Inhibitions. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make me an escape goat. She escaped her inhibitions. Cause. Her inhibitions. Cause. Buy Raycons. It's a fifteen percent discount. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag I don't know, just fine. Her inner bait, her inner inner business in her pussy, cuz her inner business in her pussy was too loose, cuz continue on, key. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I just think that um, this is just a this the story, it just seems like it's uh becoming more and more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if it's more popular now or if it's just that. It's getting reported more because mm. you know back in the day they had the whole um, I think her name was Sh- some shepherd or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little Mexican boy and then the, um, the white the white English teacher or something like that. I know I think it was Mary Kay Letourneau was one of them. I think. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the one I'm f- mm-hmm. referring to. But um, I remember they had that. like the Lifetime movie and stuff. Yeah, like they that, did, which was crazy because my yeah. aunt graduated from college with that guy wow yeah he was at the the graduation like um some school up in the bay area wow and they announced his name and the whole nine but um but yeah that 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 i just remember that back in the day and i was just like dang that's such a wild story but now you hear that you hear that story so often and we reported on you know a similar story um a few months ago and it just it just seems to like becoming more and more prevalent. And even like you know when I was when I was working at a, a middle school, there was a uh, there was a uh, one of the teachers that got fired for texting. And this is a middle school, it's mm-hmm. not even high school. Oh he was man, texting one of the girls. So it's just like it's it's something you know about like the when when these teachers don't create real boundaries. And I, I, I think attraction is uh, is out of your control for the most part, right? Like, you know, as a as a high school teacher, if you're attracted to a 15, 16, 17 year old boy, um, you know, they got mustaches and, you know, some mm-hmm. some of them might play sports and all these different things. I, right. I, I you know, I kind of get that on a certain level. But um, to pursue it is just like it's just kind of that's it too wild. much. Yeah. I yeah. know. I know recently um, well, over the summer they had Planet Fitness had free memberships for high school students. Mm hmm. And I, I kind of disagree with that. And I disagree because that can make it a cesspool for like like 
um, dating underage minors. Because, mm-hmm. like, the thing about it is, like, women in the gym, grown women in the gym, they're just, they're different. Mm-hmm. But what's happening is that some of these young women are growing up too fast. You know, too fast. They all tatted up and all kind of stuff. I wasn't even looking at women, like, at all. Like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, like, glance. Because sometimes it could be a girl that's 17 that looks like she's 24. And you looking at a booty or you see a chick with a looking at her butt mm-hmm. and this girl's underage. So I'm just focused on my workout because when they yeah. were doing that shit, I'm just like, oh, no, I don't. I think they're blending too many minors with grown folks. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, I, I think that I don't know. I, for me, I like I, I I wouldn't not do that because of that, because mm-hmm. the gym is not a place to pick up girls. Mm-hmm. But I I would say the the thing that I found inappropriate about the whole situation is the way that some of the younger girls were dressing. Yes, exactly. So it was some it was obviously some kids you like, oh, they definitely look like they in high yeah. school. They come in, you know, with they school attire on right. or whatever type of sweater or whatever but it was some girls like you could tell they was like really young but they was wearing like the booty shorts and yeah it's just no nah, that's not okay yeah uh-uh. I'm like, yeah y'all doing too much no uh like they just into a much and this gym culture yeah the gym culture was going on is like the women like they wear and the thing is there's gonna be women that, that hate this shit but you dress like your ass cheeks out in the gym that's not even necessary yeah, it's just it's all for attention, and mm-hmm. what like the 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 leggings so wild now they got a crease in the booty to really accentuate your case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, it's like it's like this. It's like gym clothes for attention is basically what it is. So yeah. I'm not gonna tell women what to wear. Wear whatever you want. Just know that your ass is out. And if a man is looking, he's not a dog. Your ass is out. You knew your ass is out when you left the house. Yeah. So, like, don't play that game. A man does not have any grounds to disrespect a woman in any capacity. But if your ass is showing and I'm looking at it, don't you dare make me a dog. Yeah. I'm just seeing, I'm just looking at the ass and I'm moving on with my life and I'm not, you know, Mm -hmm. but uh, no, I'm not a gym creep. I think the thing that bothers me about uh, Planet Fitness is is it's uh, very biased towards men, right? Mm. Like, um, the idea that um, you know don't come in here with tank tops on and oh, don't slam that. weights and you know no uh, what they call no gym intimidation and all these different things, yeah. but it's like totally uh, you know misses the point. What really, what really there is some of that culture that goes on in some gyms, but I I don't imagine there's not really any free weights in Planet Fitness. So no. you don't even have the opportunity. You can't be slamming weights in there. It just don't even sound right when you slam in a freaking. Uh, I don't know, like a thing where it has like a belt on it or something like that. I used to bands. slam weights like a motherfucker at a different gym. I like free weight gym. I would be slamming weights in that bitch. Yeah, but the, with the free weights, of course, it's, it's, it's just kind of part of the kind of part of the aesthetic. You got to slam, like you got to, you know, what I'm saying the clink and the iron and all I, that. That shit low key would be heavy, so I'm not trying to put that shit down like with ease. I kind of kind of toss it off you a little throw bit. Throw it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but the real the real. The real issue with Planet Fitness is definitely the way that the women dress. They be having a booty sh- like like literally. I've been in there and seen some girls like with the cheek itch, like yeah. the cheeks is hanging out underneath the the, the shorts. I'm like, dang, this I've, is crazy. I've turned my head because of some shit I've seen. I, mm-hmm. My thing is this, and I'm not. And my thing is this, just because it's a podcast with being transparent. There was this girl that was doing hip thrusts or doing RDLs like right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Which to me, it just felt a little awkward. Like I'm standing there 
I'm I'm doing some chest press, and then I, I basically I was doing supersets. So I was doing uh, incline dumbbell press seventy five. So that's all they got, and it's I just was pumping that about twenty times, and then I went into uh, lateral delt, do some uh, some side delt lifts, mm-hmm. and uh, the girl was in front of me and start just bending over, doing like some RDLs, and I'm just like, you didn't see my face right there. Mm-hmm. And her ass was like probably, I don't know how close. And after a while, I just got up and moved. Mm-hmm. Just because I just don't. It's just too distracting. Mm-hmm. Another time, uh, a chick was doing some hip thrusts like towards me. And you could see her whole box. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't hanging out. But the way the shorts is out, you could see the whole imprint of her vajayjay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is too much. So I moved and went, went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So women can talk about men being creeps. But some of y'all be doing some shit, man, and I'd rather get up and leave because I don't want to be the guy that's looking at your pussy print. Yeah. I'll just get up and walk to, you know, another station and keep doing my thing. Yeah. Because it's some old man that don't turn, they, they just stare. You ever seen an old dude that just be staring? Not in the gym. I haven't seen Man, that. hey, sometimes I'll be thinking them old men be bisexual because you'll t- look, turn around they be looking at you. I'm dead. <laughs> I'll be like, yo. Eddie got a big old butt. Yeah, I'll be like, yo, this nigga Eddie got ass, yo. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I've seen two old men in the locker room, butt ass naked, having a conversation. Yeah. Old balls and dick just out. They just yeah. Like, yeah, I know. I was about to close on the market, but then it's like, dude. Yeah. Why y'all got to talk with your dicks out? Put some yeah. pants on. Yeah. I'm like, man, I seen this. Old, it was an old black man. Old black man and some older white dude. And they was having a conversation like, yeah, I, I definitely was. Probably about 4 o'clock. Balls just out. I'm like, just oh, hanging. my God. Yeah, the wife's getting on my nerves again. Damn that my. bitch. <laughs> be like, dang. Dick all out. Be like, oh, my God. <laughs> they, they got some, they got old black man out there with some civil rights dick in the motherfucking, <laughs> in the gym. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's this one person that me and Keith have seen many times. This person's uh, gender is, um, you know, it's different. It's a different gender. <laughs> it's a different gender. It's a different gender. <laughs> it's a different, different gender. Falls on the yeah. spectrum of, uh, you know, of uh, the T, right? <laughs> and this person was, I guess, getting out of the shower and just stood there. And I just kept my head turned and washed my hands and got out. Mm-hmm. But this person has... Uh, the, the 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 breast, but it happened to has the other thing. Nah, too. they popped out with the with the titties out. Everything was out, yo. Are you serious? Yeah, everything was out. Oh, you didn't tell me this. Yeah, I'm about to go to another Planet Fitness. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> I was like, yo, got the titties and the but, dick. But swinging. hold up, I think you need to still maintain your respect for these people, G. Like, you don't need to be like, hey, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I'm mature yeah. enough. I'm mature enough to see that you know. Hey, I, I, I'm you know. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna make any reaction to it. I ain't gonna front. That's low key inappropriate. It, it, it look, like, yeah. Just you know, and like you said, there's some high school kids in there. So imagine like a 14 year old just walking in the gym, right? I mean, he, walking in the bathroom, he got to right. use the bathroom or something like that, and he just eat titties, titties and dick, and the same person. Yeah. But here's the thing. What am I going to accomplish by confronting somebody or saying, like, hey, I don't think it's okay that you do this. I don't write the rules. Who am I to tell you what you should be doing? The the cold part about it, it's almost better that he in the male the the on the male yeah, side. Because yeah. if he in the other side and there's some young girls in there, he just got his dick swinging. 
Now, let's know. be clear. Like, we talk about, like, you know, we have these other conversations where they, you know, they mention trans women or women and this and that, right? Well, a trans woman went into a female prison and got three people pregnant. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> no. That we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, oh, man. Well, yeah, the, tra- the t- I don't know. That that's the hard part about the the whole trans community is because it's it's so vast, right? It's yeah, not yeah. it's not like everybody is um, you know, getting everything chopped off. Like in yeah. the, in the case of this person that we talking about, they got a boob job, but they also got their male appendages yeah. still attached. So, yeah. um you don't really fit in in the women's bathroom because you don't obviously don't want a dick swinging around with, you know, a bunch of women in there. Yeah. Um especially cuz we talked about, you know, younger girls, you know, being at the gym. And then also, uh, you know, in terms of like being on the on the on the male side, like but even thinking about like um trans people in in male prisons, um that's like that's and not in like a and not in a way where I'm like applauding it. That's easy money. Well, no, but here's the thing: and and a, a trans person or a trans woman in a male or female prison is valuable because we've seen what happened in a female prison setting. Well, women aren't turned off like women that are locked up. Like yo, they need some dick. Mm-hmm. So that's the dick. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna get that anywhere else. Maybe a prison guard because some of those guards be smashing those inmates. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. But then on the other end. The dudes is just valuable to them too. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like. Yeah, it, it it actually, but 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 in that way, but also in a way where it could they could be taken advantage of. Like you the only, you know, and you know when niggas get in prison, they be turning like they got a whole prison sexuality. So I can imagine them because they they are like you know taking advantage of of heterosexual men in there. So I can only imagine what that looks like for a trans person. Yeah, who knows? There's some real Fleece Johnsons out there, too. Yeah. Somebody had a wild TikTok about Fleece Johnson, about how he was like- Oh, he's having a hard time. Yeah. He couldn't get as much ass out in the real world. Yeah. So, I mean, he spent too much time. That's the problem with prison is it's like it's not reforming anybody. They're they're going there. They're doing shit that they could never do out in the real world, and then you expect for them to be normal when they come out. Yeah, like they've been having sex with dudes for twenty five years, and then they get out, and they're not supposed to be gay now. Yeah, I, I wonder what his like his technique was, like, because he don't seem like like a massive dude. I was just beating up niggas and and taking advantage of. Him. I don't know, but they were saying he was notorious for taking them cheeks. Yeah, man, that's. I mean, you don't got to be you don't got to be some big strong dude to be. He probably was a he probably could fight. He just got squabbles, huh? Yeah, he probably could fight, man. That's probably what it was. Mm-hmm. He was in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, we could do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this guy, a, this guy is a maniac. That's a wild interview. Yeah, dude. It's like, come on, man. I wonder what the people, because I know me, like, if I'm the producer or the director of that situation, I'm like, yo, this is gold. This is going straight on whatever documentary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we got here. Um, switching gears. <laughs> switching gears. Uh, I'm actually going to switch this last topic because we had the the hostage dude. But I think this McDonald's article that you sent me is a little more uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember it. Uh, the woman that um, uh, the McDonald's employee would not refund her. Oh, yeah. Cents. Yeah. 
Okay. It's, it's about the principle of the matter. In quote, woman says McDonald's employee would not refund her 73 cents after messing up order, not her expecting you to leave without getting all of what you gave them. A woman on TikTok is calling out McDonald's for refusing to properly refund two apple pies that she ordered but didn't receive. Uh, the woman known as T.C. West on TikTok recently posted a video detailing what she describes as the most irritating experience at McDonald's. As of Wednesday, the video garnered about 654,000 views on TikTok. Wow. Since being posted. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll say this. I'll be clear. Um, if you do owe somebody, you got to pay them. Mm-hmm. You got to pay him, man. You can't not pay him. Mm-hmm. But I also think two things are true. I think this woman used this McDonald's for content. She she got a TikTok. She got a TikTok. Yeah, so I think that viral. I don't yeah, I don't think she was that I don't think she was that pressed over 73 cents. Mm-hmm. I just feel like she used this 73 cents and turned it in, into 650 something thousand views. And yeah. I think it's a little bit genius, but I think it's a little corny too. Yeah, because I think you, you're you're willing to die on the hill for seventy three cents, and it's like it's it's the principle, and I get that it could be the principle too, but at the same time, I don't think most people have enough time in the day for seventy three cents, bro. Like some sometimes too, and I've worked at uh, McDonald's and you know different restaurants and stuff like. No, I haven't worked at different restaurants. I've only worked at McDonald's, but um, <laughs> I, I I know I know what people be doing like. People will take a bite out of an apple pie Ooh, and fuck. then walk in there and be like, oh, this ain't what I ordered. And you just like, dog, like you took a whole bite out of it. I can't take it back now. Um, so I don't I don't know what her what her return looks like or looked like um, or 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 the any of the real details of the situation. But, um, yeah, you, you like you said, she she know she knows that the climate of social media yes. and TikTok. And she knows that if she uh, she makes a video and, and it's just like 70, 73 cent. Yep. 73 cent. Um, and you, you know, you taking it to to uh, it's not about the principal or else it would be a different conversation. Yeah, it would. If it was about the principal, you would do all of this behind closed doors. Like, yeah, for you me, go. I remember I was I was hot because I, I called Eddie one day. I was like, man, these freaking Popeye's employees are so dumb. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, basically, I wanted to I had a little free meal from T-Mobile and um, I wanted to get a uh, fruit punch with my drink. But they just gave me a sweet tea. And the lady was like, well, we can't switch it. We just have to put in whatever is on, on your order. And I was like, this is so stupid. It's like, stupid. why don't you just pour the drink out? And then like you're not keeping track of every ounce. No, of, you're not. You know, no. Whatever the case may be. So, um you know that that was like just dumb I, and i just was venting to eddie and i called the 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 i i sent an email to um the people that run the application or whatever i sent the email to the customer service or whatever and um they were just like oh that's you know i'm sorry about that we have to fix that in our app and that was pretty much the end of it um but that's like real that's real uh what you call it trying to make real grounds on fixing something that like when you felt you got wronged right yeah it's. I didn't go and make a TikTok video about no. it. Like it wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't. Have, you know. That's just trying to. You know. Like um, get the get the community behind you. Or get yeah. society behind you. So they you need can, an audience. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. What I've noticed about people. This is not new behavior. This has existed for a while before TikTok. And this is what people do. 
if they have an argument with their significant other or they're mad or whatever, they'll post something subliminal and then all they get all this support. Like, it's okay, girl, we support you. And it's like, you should have been saying that to your man off the fucking off of social media. Mm-hmm. But d- due to the fact that you want to feel support, you got to run your stupid mouth on social media and now everybody's getting involved. If I had an issue with my wife, we had an argument, whatever the case, I'm not saying anything on social media because that's disrespecting my wife. So what I would do is speak to her independently, mm-hmm. right? There's no need for me to alarm, alarm everyone. I'm trying to just, you know, correlate these stories. Mm-hmm. But people have, people look for community. Mm-hmm. If, when people look for community, they're looking for attention. And it's not always bad attention. Let's say it's some type of injustice. Mm-hmm. So they go to social media because they're looking for that community. Yeah. They're looking for that, that outcry or attention to bring, you know, bring awareness to that situation. But if you're bringing awareness to 73 Cent, you are just, oh, God, as a person, it's just super drama. Yeah. And, 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 and I'll say this in clo- and before I, you move, it, move on with that. Are you that buttoned up as a person? Like, you're mad over 73 cents, but are you that buttoned up? Yeah. Like, most you times you're not that buttoned up. Like, mm-hmm. your, your principles don't run that deep when it's you. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be like, ah, well, it ain't that big a deal. Just take that. And it's like, wait a minute. Ain't you the same lady that was mad over 73 cents? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of people in these situations are just looking for some sort of agreement, right? Yeah. You know, that's and I think that's the 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 thing here is like she just wants um everybody to to be on her side. But to go along with your point, like like you said, um like are you are you tight knit on on everything? Are you 100% kosher on everything? Have you, you know, taken a you know, taking a water cup and put some soda in it. Oh, I did that like, shit. I've done that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So, it, it, I mean, I, I think one thing, uh, I remember we was uh, getting some food with your sister, and I think they gave her the wrong food or something like that, and she was she was kind of mad about it. And yeah. understandable, you spend your money on yeah. food that, you know, you didn't, uh, you yeah. didn't exactly want, or I don't know, the mm-hmm. fries might have been bad, whatever the case yeah. may be. Um, sometimes you just got to... The principle, the principle is correct, right? Right. But sometimes we got to weigh the pros and cons of 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 what we really, yeah. you know, dealing with. And seventy three cent, like, say for example, you know, me and Eddie on the road, like we going to L A. or something like that, and then uh, we stop at Jack in the Box, and then we get a meal, and mm-hmm. then we realize that you know, I don't know, an egg roll is missing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we just keep and fucking. we fifteen miles down the road. I'm not turning around. No, I'm no. not making no TikTok video about it. I'm just like, nah, no. that sucks. We check that. Uh, check that up to the game. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Because when my sister will get frustrated, I tell her, "Hey, it ain't that big a deal. Just leave it alone." Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. that's just how I am. I'm not trying to be too agreeable, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like if it's not something too crazy, Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go against the grain. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I've gotten bad food where it's like, "Oh, this is cold as fuck," or "This is fucked up," and then I kind of slap myself on the hand because it's kind of like you know you shouldn't be eating this food anyways that's a sign to stop eating that nasty food yeah you shouldn't be eating this shit anyway so i'm not gonna get mad i'll be like you know what hey we'll chuck that we'll put that to the game there yes but sometimes they have uh like i've talked to like i went to twitter maybe and be like yo i just went to burger king my chicken sandwich was cold and then the Twitter, you know, they got the uh, like the algorithm set up to where, mm-hmm. you know, they'll contact you like, hey, what happened here? What restaurant was it? And sometimes that's a, a, a different way to do it. I, yeah. I remember once I went to, um, it was it was Wells Fargo was going crazy. It was like 
overdraft fee after overdraft fee. It might have been like $200 in overdraft fees Damn. or something like that. Because you know how it is. Like, you got some automatic payments and, yeah, then, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. You, you know, you already overdraft. Oh, yeah, yeah. It could be like a $2 transaction. Easy, yeah. Like, it'll it'll yeah. add up quick, homie. It was going, yeah, it was going crazy one day. And then it was one, it was like, it was actually at a time where, I think I might have been trying to deposit my check or something, but the bank closed. It was like one of those oh situations. My God. So I just tweeted out. I was like, "Man, Wells Fargo's the worst. Um, Wells Fargo's the worst." And and I think they emailed or they sent me a DM, and they were like, "Hey, how can we get in contact with you?" And I think they called me, and they got it all all figured out. But wow, yeah. Sometimes, uh, you know, that now and I, I might have been. I think I had more of a frustration because a thirty five dollar trans uh, overdraft fee is much more than seventy three cents. So. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. You know, I've I've actually contacted. Uh, I think it was B of A. It had to be about. Oh shit. That'd be probably around seven years ago, maybe. Yeah. And I had them, they reversed two overdraft fees mm-hmm. because something had happened. I can't remember what had happened, but it hit and then it hit again. It was mm-hmm. like $35, $35. It's like, you 70. get an overdraft fee from the overdraft fee. It's like, hey, motherfucker, what's going on? Because mm-hmm. what it was is I, I remember um, I, was, I fell on hard times and I had money, but at the same time, I didn't. Mm hmm. And I remember, I remember, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna take some money out. Mm-hmm. So if they try to hit me with an overdraft fee, I'll have that you in have cash, like real cash on you." Yeah. So they hit me with one. I was like, "All right, well, in a day or two, I'm just gonna fill up my account anyways with money." But then I look back; these motherfuckers have put two overdraft fees. I'm like seventy dollars. Yeah. yeah. And they went and they actually reversed both of them. The money's so steep, dog. Yeah. They. I guess, I guess we talked about it. Actually, they changed it. They moved it They're to like ten dollars. Yeah. I don't. I think there shouldn't be any overdraft fees, and if it is, it should be about a dollar. Yeah. They make way too much money on overdraft fee. They make billions off overdraft fees. I think they should just like cancel the transaction. That's all they have to do. It costs them nothing. Exactly, but they know it's a, it's a it's a game to, to well, get this. Well, also people think that they put their money in the bank and like your money's just there. No, they use your money to invest. Mm-hmm. They're using your money. Your money doesn't just sit in the bank. The bank uses that money to invest. Yeah. So what happens is they're penalizing you because they say, "Hey, motherfucker, we need your money, and if it's not in there, we're gonna penalize you for your own money that not being crazy." There. Yeah, it's, pimp, it's pimping. Exactly. It, it's it's crazy too to to even think like. If everybody wanted to pull their money out, then the bank would just collapse. Yeah, like the world would collapse. That, like, yeah, because it's uh, that you know, especially when you don't have physical money, it's just an idea. Yeah, like the number that's in your bank account is just an idea. Yeah, which is it doesn't it's it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around. Yeah, that's true. I, I was thinking about it too. Like, um, that's not going to happen though, because it would take everybody, and everybody's too afraid to. You know, they need a bank account for this. They need the bank for this. Um, there was a TikTok I seen, but this actually happened years ago. Uh, it was predominantly a Latino or Mexican workforce. And it was this black dude that had his phone out. And he was like, basically what had happened is they sent four workers home. And then all the workers, just they just fucking left. And the whole plant went down. Mm-hmm. They all went home. Mm-hmm. They all went home because four dudes got sent home. Mm-hmm. And the black dude was like, yo, man, like. Everybody leaving this shit crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like Mexicans be sticking together, man. They all left, and then and uh, uh, one Mexican dude walked by. Is like, it's over, homie. <laughs> 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 he went home. Yeah. And I thought it was a beautiful thing because 
The thing about it is, is if everybody was to do that, it would change the way these companies run shit. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, for example, you work at a place and they and they stopped it at like fifteen dollars an hour or some mm-hmm. shit like that, right? And then everybody's like, "I've been here for eight years. I haven't had a raise. This is crazy." Imagine if everybody at Taco Bell just left mm-hmm. or whatever job. That's happened before. It was on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, they put a sign outside and it says. Whole crew left. The whole crew quit at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they just left the Taco Bell. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, damn. Yeah, sometimes we got to, uh, you know, flex your muscles a little bit yeah. in terms of, like, you know, not not being treated too, too fairly in this workforce. Because if you don't, then the if we keep operating the same way we have in terms of, like, you know, just applying for jobs and, you know, just dealing with however we we're being treated then we're always going to you know get the same result yeah i seen one thing it was on tiktok it blew up it was a burger king and i think nobody came into work or everybody left and it was this black dude (laughs) this black dude he had some headphones on he was just like bobbing his head Mm -hmm. he was the only one he was doing all the orders he was doing all the cooking everything and then this black woman said like this is ridiculous. This is the only man in here making all this food. This ain't right. Burger King on 17th and 45 Avenue. It's only one person. And this is like, sir, are you the only one here? He was like, yeah. And he just kept doing his job. He didn't give a fuck. He's just getting his money, man. He didn't give a fuck. He was just out there just working. And there's people outside, like it was a bunch of cars and shit waiting. Yeah. And he just was taking his time, just getting everything he was doing. He literally was a cashier and a cook by himself. Just doing it. Oh, I know man. it's, uh, they had, um, I was on uh, Facebook uh, the other day, and uh, somebody was like, if anybody, if, if anybody, uh, trying to call Wingstop, just know they're in there talking about their trip to Las Vegas right now. That's why they're not answering the phone. What? Well, basically, I guess somebody had picked up their order from Wingstop, and then they realized that everybody in there just talking about a Las Vegas trip, and the phones are just ringing. Wow, shit gets around, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, this one dude left a note. Uh, he left a note in Logic's. Um, I think Logic got a mail from. It might have been Wingstop. I think it was. Mm-hmm. And Logic, he said uh, to Logic, he's like, "Biggest fan, man. Thank you. God bless you. Whatever." And then Logic found the number to that Wingstop, called him, and said. Hey, what's up, Brandon? This is Logic, man. He was like, huh? Yeah. And he's like, hey, it's Logic, man. I just want to say I love you, man. Thank you, dude. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, my God, it's really Logic, man. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he's calling me. Yeah. And he's like, it's cool, man. I got a package coming your way. Got a bunch of free merch and shit for you. Got some other stuff, man. But God bless you, man. I thank you for blah, blah, blah. And that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think actually, you know, what it was is the, is the dude, I think the dude left his number in there no mm-hmm. no he didn't no he didn't no he didn't it was just the the called the store called the store yeah oh. that's pretty dope though that is dope i think those those are moments where um you build like lifelong fans yeah like, you, you do know, when j cole was like popping up at people's houses and playing the album for him and stuff like that like that's stuff that'll stick with people for the rest of it like he j cole promised the girl that he was going to her graduation <laughs> and he popped up at her graduate <laughs> college graduation that's so, crazy what yeah. was that uh, that she graduated, 
last year or this year, I think. She might have graduated college this year, but yeah. he promised her like when she graduated high school. It was some sort of transaction, like, yo, if you finish college or something, I'll pop up at your graduation. That's crazy. Yeah, that was a that was a thing. So that's crazy. Sometimes there's some beautiful stories, man. Mm-hmm. There's some beautiful stories. Like it'll be like uh somebody you wouldn't expect could Kobe be like, Hey man, no, you no, oh I seen this. Um, uh, Vanessa Bryant, this is way before Kobe passed away. This is probably like six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I forgot who it was, but they were looking for a good Mexican restaurant in LA and they mm-hmm. said, tag the best Mexican restaurant in LA and they tagged it, whatever. And then Vanessa was like, oh, me and Kobe are going to yeah, definitely check you out. And then like it showed like the thread and then it showed them showing Kobe and Vanessa eating tacos from their restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's so cool how social media it can be used to connect people in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just imagine, you know, if you had a we have the foresight to look in the future doing this podcast and let's say we're doing a live podcast, our shit starts going up and we meet this young man, like, yeah, man, I'm I'm trying to get this. I'm about to graduate. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, me and Keith will come and check you out, man. We're going to go to your graduation. Yeah, I'll pop up at your They'll graduation. be like, oh, man, that's cool, man. Thanks. And he probably won't expect it, and we'll just mm-hmm. be standing there. Yeah. Having that impact, Screaming man. From the from the stands. Yeah, that'd be it dope. It got to be a college graduation. I ain't sitting through no high school graduation. Oh, fuck that. I ain't doing that. Dequarius Jamonte Howard <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> Howard Dequarius. Johnson. <laughs> La Quinta in. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Yo, Howard Johnson got to be the most raggedy hotel ever, bro. Every straight holes in there. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you want to if you want to suck dick for money, go to Howard Johnson. Yeah. If, that's, if, you're, if you're doing prostitution or if you're doing selling drugs or some shit, go to a local Howard Johnson. There's some establishments in Bakersfield where I'm like, dog, how is this even a business? Yeah, how's it open? Yeah, how the fuck is this shit open? Mm-hmm. Remember for a while they had a bunch of those little digital casinos that kept popping up. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of them, but they was doing the illegal shit in mm-hmm. there. Always was illegal. I know a dude that kept working at different ones. I was like, bro, you got to get another job. Bro. He was security for the for yeah, the yeah, digital, yeah. Like, it, dog, you need a real job. Yeah, you got to get another job. He was yeah. going, he's bouncing around to different digital casinos. Mm-hmm. But they was doing. I don't know what they was doing up in there. They was doing some shit they weren't supposed to be doing. Probably selling drugs along with it. Probably. Mm-hmm. Man, it's crazy. Um, yeah, man, we ain't got much else, man. And yeah, dude, we appreciate y'all, man, for coming in every week. And tuning in. Unfortunately, we had a hiccup with the last episode because uh, SoundCloud and iTunes wasn't uploading properly. So you guys might have got it maybe two days or three days late. And we're mm-hmm. sorry about that, but it was out of our control. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we back rocking, man. We back rocking and rolling. Yes, sir. So thank you for all those with for the continuous support. Yes, sir. Um, if you made it to the end of this podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Things. We are out of here. Peace.